You're listening to the Laugh Factory Podcast Network. For more shows, visit the podcast page at laughfactory.com. Zowsers, welcome to the After Laugh. It's been a long time since we've done one of these uh, pre-After Laugh shows. <laughs> I'm here with Tommy Wakefield. How you doing? Hey, doing good. All right, man. Um, uh, so I just got back from uh, New York. I'm, I don't know if I'm allowed to say who gives a shit. I'm shooting a uh, a series. I'm, I'm not shooting. I have a, a, a couple days on a series about the Wu-Tang Clan. It's called Wu-Tang Clan colon an American Saga. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. I play one of the white guys in it. Mm. Um, yeah. So anyway, I, I I just got back from New York doing that, playing a racist cop. Because well, else am I going to play in 2019? <laughs> anyway, um, which is a good segue into our uh, our show today because we have um, just because I'm talking shit, and uh, we have one of one of my favorite people, one of my favorite comics. This guy destroys every single time he's on stage. Um, you know, whether you're a fan of his comedy or not, he, he's he's a force of nature. This guy's 56 years old, and he's killing the game. He works harder than anybody. He's mm. always murdering. Uh, Shane Forbes. Um, and uh, we're doing the pre-show because Shang is, um, unlike pretty much everyone else on the podcast, uh, he doesn't give a F about, uh, <laughs> about like, He's not a gossip. He just says whatever is on his mind. So he says what's on his mind here, and it can look a little bit like he's, quote-unquote, talking shit. But I will say this. 90% of the podcast, after we stop recording, people start talking shit. Or they start saying what they really feel. You know, yeah, I mean, We yeah. had someone very famous um, who, who was opening for a very, very fam- famous comic, and he wouldn't talk about it. And the minute we cut, he was like, all right, let me tell you what this asshole did. So... um I'm not going to say who that is, obviously, because this whole town, no one wants to say anything about. They don't want to name names. So Shang talks. He name he names names, and I don't. I just I've said I don't agree with what he said <laughs> for the most part. Um, you know, a couple of comics he's mentioned. I've I've had to follow, and they murder. So he he's talking about some comics who really really murder, um, like Drew Michael, for example, who had that special that. Some people thought was a, a failed experiment. Some people thought it was cutting edge, but he that guy is a beast. And uh, so some of these names of people, I just kind of don't. It, but he says the truth. I don't know. It, it's weird. Tommy, what do you think about it? You haven't even heard it yet, have you? I haven't heard the episode yet. No. So uh, I, in general, like people that speak their mind. Uh, but I think it's probably a bad business move. I mean, there's a reason why people don't you know trash talk or, yeah or even say not even trash talk just say anything the slightest bit negative about someone who has a powerful platform you know yeah i mean i have like like a couple small parts on tv shows coming up right and i was deleting tweets yeah uh-huh and, and, and this isn't like the lead in the in the series at all this is like a couple days here and there and i was sure. just like let me look at this post. Oh my God, is this shot of my butt on Instagram? Is that going to get me fired? Literally. <laughs> it took yeah. like a long time for the offers to come in. I was like, are, are, are they like debating? And I, I probably have lost jobs from, I, as a matter of fact, I know I've lost jobs from, from my stand-up online. Yeah? Yeah. People thought they were, it was misogyny, whatever. So um, I really appreciate people who name names and talk shit because everyone else, it's almost like some of the best podcasts are the podcasts after After Laugh Podcast. There should be an After After Laugh Podcast. Where sure. we, we tell them we're turning off the mic and we don't turn off the mic. And they say what they really feel. Because then they light up. When people talk shit, they light up like a pinball machine. They're like so excited to be like, oh my God, I have a free venue to talk shit. About, to say <laughs> yeah, what I really that is funny. And Shang is like, Shang off the podcast is the same as on the podcast. You got to respect that. On stage, as same as off stage. And I also have a special place because he actually likes me, which I'm always... I'm surprised by especially comedians always got a soft spot for that brutal honesty you know yeah yeah so uh so here you go so listen to shang forbes uh like i said i do not condone or endorse his well i guess i condone i don't endorse it i i uh i respect it hey he's also a funny guy he's got a great story so check it out here we go. listen to shang forbes bye-bye it's the after laugh after laugh welcome to the after laugh after laugh after laugh after laugh, man. <laughs> Go ahead, pull up a chair. 
I was like, well, this is one. <laughs> but at the same time, like, it wasn't it, like seven people he ran over. But it's, you know, but at the same time, it's like, and obviously that's atrocious, but, but I'm not going to not talk about, the, I wasn't saying, yay, Nazis. Yeah. I was making fun of, I was making, fun, it was just a very weird thing. And I feel that across the board, my favorite new joke I do is about school shooting. And I talk about how Louis Farrakhan was ba- banned. And I was upset because it's a violation of the First Amendment. First Amendment. And my black friend was upset because Louis Farrakhan was his hero. And I was like, but wait, Louis Farrakhan believes all white people are evil. He goes, ah, white people are evil. Who is the most evil person who ever exists as a Hitler? He's a cracker. What's, <laughs> what's, what's the most evil shit happened in America today? School shootings. I was like, yeah, that's true. Only white kids do school shootings. But right. that's because black kids aren't in school. And <laughs> see, I like shit like see, that. And the black people, long, I didn't love me. like, they were laughing, but you could see these white women just like, oh, oh, damn oh I am you. writing a Yelp review. Yeah. You're not going to get away with this. I'm gonna so write a letter. Look at the black people who are 60 years old who've been through some of the worst shit you could probably, probably imagine. They got to laugh sometimes. Yeah, and they're like, they're having a good time. What is so? I so back to the political stuff because I'm not Republican by any stretch of imagination, but I'm so pissed off at liberals now. And I feel yeah. liberals are They're the soft reason that- and yogurty. Yeah, that's what you're saying today. Yogurt. And I've, I've, and sometimes Republicans take jokes better than a lot of liberal crowds, I find. Sometimes. Sometimes, yeah, I guess so. Oh. Maybe not in Birmingham, Alabama. Well. Not at the Stardome. <laughs> no. No I, no, I think you're right. I think that, and I didn't, I never thought about it. I have been that gold, and I have been- People who have complained have been actually the white women. White women. If you talk to an Uber driver, I'm like, who complains about, you know, who, who, always white women. Yeah. They're the ones who are complaining and writing bad reviews on Uber and bringing, you know, they're, the, they're just upset about fucking everything. Right. And I feel that as a comic, I have to talk about that. Right. <laughs> you know, but, but right now we're in a space where their point of view is so entitled. It's the truth. And you can't have a conversation right. if you say anything oh. about it. Sexism, or well, you're you were out of line. Okay, yeah. first off, yeah, you know it, it's like, come on, I, I, I actually revel in that sometimes. No, I know you do, and, yeah, I, and, I, and I admire that. And tonight, I, there was a couple of jokes I got a couple of weird response, and I was like, I'm just going to keep going darker. Yeah, yeah, and, and of then, then some people were like, Yeah, go darker. These kids in the middle were like, Yeah, keep going. Yeah, you know, and I was like, Okay, then, yeah, because there's people that like that, just like. Um, people like scary movies. Yeah. That's not for everybody, but some people like horror movies. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be the horror movie. And now when you headline and you go even to Birmingham, like that's your crowd. These are people. Yeah. So it's easier for me. Right. So the thing that is, I'm going to Tacoma comedy club this week. Yeah. I'm doing that this week. And, um, it's easier for me now because I've got enough social media behind me where people go, Oh, well I know what he does. So, and the people that don't know, they get a shock, but they still. They ride with it, cause, yeah. Because now if they put a warning on the, which they don't understand. That Wait, they put actually, a warning on the. I tell them if say, ah, oh, well, what they like rate your show, or they'll put a war- warning, you know, this kind of material. Da, da, da. I like I when they do that. That's a good idea because hey, some because, people are going out and I'm like, oh, this might not be appropriate. This might not be appropriate. This might not be appropriate for grandma or something like that. Or, yeah. Oh, you know who wants to go to this show? So you know what I mean? I think right. it helps to scope the. The audience for and it the was, show. It was great. It was great because yeah. all it does is put more asses in seats for me. Yeah, for sure. You know. Now, another thing I want to talk to you about is, and we're not going to name names of comics, but I know that there's I probably a, will. There's a there's a trend in comedy. I'm probably going to the kind of very sort of ironic memo pad reading. I don't know if it's alt comedy necessarily. It is uh, uh, Gerard Carmichael. Okay, go on. No, I just is his his. Um, he has a new special on HBO, and I saw the trailer, and I went, okay. And I guess laughter's not uh, what we're going for anymore. And then um, I watched another. I watched all his specials. I, it was hard to get through them. Uh, and there was like five minutes of silence. And I knew he was doing bits. So it wasn't like he was just doing a story and there was a payoff. Yeah. No, that was a bit. Yeah. And um, I just thought. You know, and then the other guy, Michaels, who did a special with no audience. Yeah, Drew Michaels. Drew yeah. Michaels. And I just think they're going anti-comedy. And yeah. I get they're trying to be different. But you still got the, – the magic of comedy is doing something that is risky and different and still getting a laugh. Yeah. Still getting a laugh. Getting this involuntary noise to come out of strangers because you strung words together 
to make them laugh. Yeah. And this going for the, no, I'm not going to, I'm too swarmy to make people laugh. Bullshit. The Gerard <laughs> Carmichael's, the Tig Notaro's, the, all of them. I mean, it's just, it's, to me, it's horrible. Yeah. I mean, and people like, just don't name names. If anybody listens to this, yeah, I'm saying it. <laughs> I'm not trying to be controversial. I'm just being honest. How do you do an hour special and you said, no, I don't really want laughs. Then you're full of shit. Yeah. And I just think they're full of shit. And But they're, they're getting by because apparently these industry motherfuckers think that it's good shit. I've seen a lot of Netflix specials, which I was like, that's not that wasn't that special. Yeah. You know. Shang, what do you call alternative comedy? Oh, uh, what do you mean? Oh, alternative to funny, I guess. That's what I always say. They're not. A lot of them aren't funny. But this is the true test. We can go in their rooms and still rock. Yeah. I just saw an episode of Crashing where the lead, I forget his name. Pete Holmes? Pete Holmes. Well, I think it's funny. It's yeah. very funny. Um, Pete Holmes goes in an alternative room and destroys. And they still are in the back going, uh, if you're going for laughter. What the fuck? <laughs> what? You little backbiting sycophant bitches they're just sad to me little sad sock puppets i don't care how many industry people put them on and i watched tig Notaro's special on hbo and i was like so no laughter or the the sympathy applause breaks so you took your shirt off so you show sure you had cancer i get it i feel yeah. bad for you that what's the other dude uh the dude uh, um he's named after the music guy he had uh, he has can had cancer he named after the music guy had quincy Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones. Uh, if anything, he should have did a shorter set, because that was like watching an open mic or having HBO special, and that offends me. HBO is the. Oh wait, yeah, tell the story about that, because I know there is a history that he, he he it was his Make a Wish or something, or what was it? No, it was uh, he went on Ellen and Ellen or Ellen saw him and uh -huh. was like called HBO and got him a special, and he was. Wow, how long had he been doing? He hadn't been doing I it for that know. long. He, yeah, it just uh, that's offensive. HBO's been putting some garbage ass shows, and I and I they go well. You're not going to get on HBO saying that. No, it doesn't. It doesn't translate. Yeah, just let's be honest. Have you seen Hannah Gatsby? No. You know what? Treat yourself. Go to Netflix. Look up Hannah Gatsby. Is that the woman that does kind of almost like a TED talk? Mm -hmm. And she's huge. She's a huge success. Yeah, they wanted her to, to host the Oscars after Kevin Hart fell out. There was a petition going around. Wow. But I heard it, it she's dry as shredded wheat without the milk. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's interesting because I actually, this comedy club was interested in me. And they go, by the way, we only do kind comedy. I go, what's kind comedy? I look it up. That's a phrase going around like kind comedy. Like, oh, this club does kind comedy. Wow. Well, they won't be booking me. <laughs> but you, you, I mean, you're, by the way, for someone who, who, uh, as a as opinionated as you are, and as un un uh, what's the word uncompromising as you are, you you've made an incredible career for yourself, and you have a huge amount of respect. I'm doing I'm doing okay. Yeah, you're doing great. I man. do okay. And didn't you just do a special too? Yeah. Where's that coming? Out? Is it out yet? It's supposed to be Netflix, but I don't know what's going on with Mr. Goldberg and uh, Mr. Sia. Name and names. No, Dave Goldberg's one of the coolest motherfuckers on the planet. I just hope he can. Use the leverage from the Showtime thing he just did with yeah. Carol Montgomery and get me uh, the thing. I met him through uh, Gotham Live. Yeah. And super cool guy, super guy. I just hope that's what we were shooting for. Netflix, everything was supposed to go through, and I'm still waiting. Yeah. So. Do you have uh, bucket list stuff at this point? Netflix is definitely up there. Yeah. Um, HBO, I don't care anymore. I know yeah. it sounds bad, but I've seen them put out some real subpar shit. And. I don't know who's programming the comedy, but like Gerard Carmichael's a big name. Yeah. Right. But I've, I've seen shows where people left and were like, he was horrible. Yeah. Now that's not me saying he's horrible. Cause I just think he's self-indulgent and he's on stage. He's being so self-indulgent to the point where it's like, fuck the audience. And I understand that, but you still kind of balance. Even if you say fuck the audience, you still got to balance the funny. Yeah, I know people who have said "fuck you," audience, and still get a crowd laughing. And um, I just I read a review from some people after his second special, 
And the HBO trailer was, he shows him to do a bit, doesn't get a laugh. He said, you didn't laugh, but I made you think. I wasn't a think special. It was supposed to be a comedy special. Have you heard the Carlin, uh, George Carlin quote about that? What? He says, my job as a comic is not to make you think. It's to let you know that I'm thinking. That's it. Which was I always thought was really cool, yeah. I mean, I got to meet him, which was the most... The the coolest people I met comedy wise was Eddie Murphy. I met him um, at the comedy store when I first got out here. Could not believe it was blown away. Um, George Carlin saw me at Catch a Rising Star in Las Vegas when it was downstairs, and they had the he was upstairs in the really gigantic room theater, thousands of people. I don't know what made him come downstairs. No idea. I'm doing a show. Oh, Carla Bove. Yeah. I was doing a show with Carla Bo, and he came down, and he had heard we both were doing some real out there shit. So he's sitting in the back. I didn't know it was George Carlin at first because I thought, well, why is that old white dude sitting in the back <laughs> by himself? Because he was just in by himself. Yeah. And I kept looking, going, because I was the stage is real far away from, and he was all by himself. And I just I said, is he a fucking uni bomber? What's going on? <laughs> and because he looked kind of creepy because he was sitting there like this, and he because his posture is real. And then um, I did my set, and I did a couple crazy bits on stage because it was a late-night show. They did a – because, like, we couldn't get booked on the mainstream show. They would do a midnight show at Catch a Rising Star, and they would put people like Carla Bove and all the outlaws outlaws of comedy, all those Mm -hmm. guys, myself and a couple other guys. And he, I walk off stage, and he grabs my wrist real hard, and I look over because at first I thought, oh, shit, did I do something wrong? (laughs) Yeah. I thought, oh, I'm going to get fired. In my head, I'm always like, It's the owner of the club. Yeah, cause, and he grabbed me, and it was George Carlin, and he said, you got balls big enough to come in a dumpster. <laughs> and I thought, I was like, oh, shit, it's Mr. And I'm like saying Mr. Carlin, which I'm like, what am I now? And, you know, driving Miss Daisy, I started being like, yes, Mr. Mr. Carlin. Uh, whatever you say, Mr. Carlin. I, I really, I got so shook. I was like, yeah. fuck, it's George Carlin. And when he said that, and then it eased me up, I started laughing. And he says, yeah, I finished my set. I heard you guys were doing some real out there shit, so I wanted to come see what you're doing. I'm old. I'm going back to sleep. <laughs> and he, that was it. And I used that on my resume. It of was at course. the top of my resume. George Carlin says, I got balls big enough to come in a dumpster. Oh, that's amazing. Because there was a couple bits where I was, uh, I remember that set. I was doing good, and then I kind of said stuff that I kind of lost them. But not lost them where they thought it wasn't funny. It was more like, oh, that was really bad, what you just said. And then, um, and I got him back. I like I just grinded through the set and got him back. So by the end, I started ripping, and uh, that's the set he saw. I I was so amazing, and it was so weird. Is I was like I didn't realize he looked older. He like he always looked old. Yeah, that's the only image <laughs> of him I knew until I went and saw the hippy dippy weatherman. And yeah, but I mean that was the biggest shit. Eddie Murphy talking to me at all. George Carlin. Paul Mooney opening for him. Awesome. Yeah. Packed. Packed house. Carolines. People around the fucking block. And I'm on the show with him. Amazing. Um, I'm a huge Joe Rogan fan. As a stand-up. I mean, the podcast is dope. Have you done this podcast? Fuck no. It's a dream. Let's make that happen. Man, it's a dream. Um, But, um... I thought because of the martial arts thing, I thought because when we've talked, that's what we mostly talk about. I've got, I I did a show with him at the Haha, and I don't really know Joe Rogan, and we ended up talking for like an hour and a half about just MMA and then comedy. And I'm like, yeah, and it, I'm sitting there going, I'm fanboying out in my head, but then after a while, I was like, ah, he's just another dude. It's cool. Yeah. And but I'm a huge, I loved his stand up because he's another one that. When I used to see him, he just non-compromising and yeah. smart. You know, his shit about Noah. Mm-hmm. His Noah bit is fucking fantastic. So, like, I what's cool is, career-wise, I've got to meet all the people that I've ever wanted to meet. Yeah. have you Like, you have, too. Mm. Who, who? I haven't met Joe Rogan. I've oh. never met Joe. Oh, man. Really? No. And you know how many people have... Email Joe Rogan say you because because I'm I do jujitsu I I, I train to Tenth yeah. Planet which is where he got his black belt I rolled with Joe Rogan when I was a white belt and of course he's made of fucking granite and he smashed me yeah, doesn't remember me but um 
but I always wanted to be, oh, yeah, man, I, I do jujitsu. I'm a comic. But you don't fucking know who I am. Nope. I love <laughs> It's weird. I've seen him. He's always cool. He talks to me. Um, I, when I had, I had tore my groin muscle, he said, oh, man, that's a bad injury. And it's like, and he was talking to me about that. And um, it's just super cool. And um, who else? What other comics are working today that you kind of look at and go, that guy's doing it right? I mean, for the, me, it's it's who? obviously Rogan Burr. I love Burr. I, I love, love Bill Burr. I, love I got Day- the dude Laugh Factory. Got to uh, work with him at the Laugh Factory in Long Beach. Oh yeah, yeah. It was me, Eric Griffin, Ian Edwards, um, and Bill Burr. And I went up right before him, and he clowned me, which was uh, justifiably. <laughs> um, he ju- he clowned me about the military stuff. He said, uh, you didn't really give a fuck about that. On stage. It was great. <laughs> it was great. He you didn't, you didn't really give a fuck about the people. <laughs> and he dissed me, but it was the best diss ever. I was, yeah. Because it, so, it was true and funny. Because I thought about what I said on stage. And then later, he came up right after me and did a bit about it. And I loved it. But I mean, I've known him forever. I've known yeah. him forever. He's one of my favorite, by far. Uh, by far. Like, Easily, um, I like DL's commentary. His stand-up. Who? DL Hughley's commentary. Yeah, he's sharp. Yeah, he's sharp. He's smart. He's smart. Um, but Bill Burr, you said Bill Burr for you. Who else? Daniel Tosh. Daniel Tosh. I love. I know a lot of people. He's divisive, but I, man, he he That's says what jokes I love about where it. I go, <gasps> like I go, <gasps> and if he makes me go, <gasps> then you know, it's yeah. intense. Like his joke about nine eleven. Oh, it's like Great. my favorite. Oh, he joke. does a, a bit. Uh, he did a guest set at the, I was doing the Irvine Improv. I was headlining, and he came two nights with two of the baddest blondes I've ever seen in my fucking life. <laughs> they were built in some kind of pussy lab where they, <laughs> it was, she, they were flawless. They yeah. were, they looked like, like I, I was staring at them and I felt creepy. They were so <laughs> fine. And he came into guest sets and he did a bit about, he, he the first bit, because he was a lot of black people there, because I was doing the, when I do the improvs, the yeah. blacks come out. <laughs> and they, they come out. And and uh, he came out up. Out the woodwork. Out the woodwork. In Irvine, you said? Irvine. Not a lot of blacks in that area. But there was that yeah. the show. And he does a bit about, yeah, slavery. Slavery really motivated you motherfuckers. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> which I think is hilarious. Of course, they got offended and mad and complained. I thought it was great. And he said, yeah, it's just like, I mean, got you up off your ass. Because you guys are really, uh, you work hard now, don't you? You know what did that? Slavery. It's a fucking great bit. <laughs> See, to me, Daniel Tosh, I like his divisiveness. I like that his swarminess. I like yeah. his tongue-in-cheek. Yeah, but if you don't know comedy, you kind of get like, well, he's, he's mean. Yeah, it, when you're a little retard, like he's mean, he's meanie. Yeah, you're a child. But his Tosh Pano is what twelfth season now or something crazy. Yeah, I he's mean, one of yeah. the richest comics out there. Like some of the bigger name comics that I don't think are funny. I don't think Steve Harvey's funny, but he's a multi multi millionaire. Yeah, I don't think he's the funniest comic. I don't think he's horrible but he's just not funny to me and i want to emphasize anybody listens to this because we've been on for a while it's not funny to me yeah but when you're not but i've seen him still kill of course yeah the problem i have with gerard carmichael and i don't have a problem with him personally he's probably a nice guy i've talked to him briefly a little little sarcastic a little swarmy but i get it you know you're in a big position um i don't have anything against him personally i don't i just think don't give me this. Oh, I'm not. I'm not going for laughs. Well, then you're not a comic. Yeah. You're a hip lecture, and you know. And I remember Leslie, uh, Big Leslie. Leslie Jones. No. Leslie Jones. Yeah. State. She sent me an inbox. Fuck you. You're just jealous. You're a bitter Whoa. man and stuff. Because I I did it. I dissed her. I dissed her because somebody. Uh, well, what was she there when you dissed her? No, it was on Facebook. Somebody asked me uh, because she did the slave bit on um, Saturday Night Live about I'd be the best slave ever. And uh, it was the way she did it. It was real coon cage. Yeah. It was real coonish. And to me, to me. And I said, to me. And the NAACP complained about it and a bunch Whoa. of people complained. And I just, all I said was, somebody said, what? some comic asked me. No, it was Drew Tillman who used to book the store on the Black Knight. He said, um, what did you think, Shang? Knowing that I would say... And I said, don't do controversial shit if you can't handle controversy. Yeah. Right? 
Don't be like, well, you did the slave bit and then people got mad. Well, don't back up. Yeah. Don't, don't start crying and complaining. People saying mean things to me. Fuck them. Yeah. So I said that. And then a bunch of comics like, leave Leslie alone. Oh, God. You're just, you because you're a man and you're just like, I'm like, no, nah, that's not it. Number one, Leslie's bigger than me. Probably could take me in a fight. And that's, some people got to finish. Now you're really being a chauvinistic <laughs> asshole. I said, one, I was joking. She couldn't take me in a fight. <laughs> I beat her to a pulp. And oh, she, now you're espousing domestic violence. Exactly. So that, yeah. It just kept getting, like the comments got, and I kept <laughs> fucking with these people. Yeah. And then she read it. Wow. She thought I was being a bitter <laughs> and stuff. And then somebody, I think somebody told Sarah Silverman, because I dissed her. I dissed her at a uh, at one of the comedy festivals. Uh, and no, her I dissed her, but uh, and Janine Garofalo, I really went in on Janine. Yeah, because she just um, she was doing the it's the HBO Aspen Comedy Festival, mm -hmm. and she was hosting, and it was again Tony Woods, and we backstage we're backstage, and she walked up to him and said, "Hey, Tony," so she knew his name was Tony. Yeah, she goes on stage, brings him on stage, and says, "Give a hand for this next Tom," you know he's a Tom. Here comes a Tom. What? Yes. Janine Garofalo said this. Reality. And then Tony comes up. Classy guy. Never could have been me. Said, I don't know what she's talking about, but I'm Tony Woods. And then the crowd clapped for him. Said, and he did his bit. And then he goes into his set about getting high with a goat. <laughs> and kills. Yeah. And I just, even though it wasn't me. When she came backstage, I said, what the fuck was that about? <laughs> she said, what? I said, what the fuck was that about? Why you say the Tom? Here comes the Tom. A Tom? His name's Tony Woods. Yeah. We're in front of industry. The fuck you doing? Wow. And she started getting freaking out. I said, whatever the case may be, you say whatever the fuck you want, but you're not that funny. Ooh. Your industry wants you to win funny. You're not real life funny. Are your little esoteric fucking ether jokes that nobody gets? You're full of shit. And then Jason, of course, was nervous for me because <laughs> my manager at the time. And then uh, because I didn't give a fuck. I was like, really? Don't say shit like that. Yeah. And then Tony heard. He said, I heard what happened afterwards. Hey, man. Look, because Tony's real chill. Like, hey, man, fuck it, man. I don't care. <laughs> and I was more like, yo, that was just some corny shit. And then I went up because Chappelle hosted mine. And Chappelle brought me up. And I just did most blast in your face jokes. Because I, I end up getting best of the fest. Wow. I got best of the fest. Aspen best of the fest. And, uh, but I was fueled by my anger with Janine Garofalo. And then I, somebody asked me about Sarah Silverman. And I said, you know, she, she said it. She said, I'm always going to work because I'm good. In, I'm in with the Jews. You can look it up. You can search it. She said it on Bill Maher. You can look it up. Yeah. And I know she was saying it tongue in cheek. But I thought, no. Some of it's kind of true. But when you get the lowest ratings in the history of MTV Awards and you're hired the next year, that's absurd. Yeah. In the history of the entire award show ever. And they actually go, no, it was because of her. It wasn't like, oh, the show was bad or there wasn't good movies this time. Nope. Her. And you get booked back. Where I see you have absolutely horrendous sets and get booked back over and over again you do hbo specials and they don't resonate the only one that resonated was the i'm magic i forget the mostly magic with well, the one oh did. jesus magic jesus is magic that one resonated that one resonated but the other ones didn't janine garofalo did a special an hour special i was there got dead silence from people who had janine garofalo t-shirts of her <laughs> her own audience she bombed hbo sweetened it flat out and she got a quarter of a million dollars was I, was I was signed to a deal i got signed to a deal by hbo after the aspen show, after mm -hmm. the festival and so i was in the inner working of hbo and the guy lenny clark who brought in taxi cab confessions spawn and real sex was my point person and he would tell me all this shit yeah and there was a, another lady a black lady who they hired for the comedy division that hated black comics 
can't what is her name i'll say her name i'm gonna give a fuck when i think of it <laughs> and it was just funny like it's like what are you doing here then yeah you openly say the shit and then you shouldn't be here then yeah you know what i'm saying how are you gonna act like this person's not funny how, how are you gonna not like patrice patrice is a black comic and he's an edgy he was an edgy black comic but you don't like him because of that and she, uh, what is her fucking dina D, i forget it she said that, and after that, I was like, you're out of your fucking mind. Patrice is hilarious. I could never talk to her after that. Wow. That's crazy. Patrice was hilarious. Of course. I, don't, I, don't, I mean, legend. Led to me. That's why I keep saying, like, it offends me when I see someone like Patrice that I loved and loved to stand up and real good friends with him. Then I see Gerard Carmichael literally doing sets where there's huge passes of self-indulgent jokes and silence. The art of this is balancing both. You doing the bit, the which I think is fucking. I like when you do shit like that. Yeah. And and I've seen you, and I've said stuff to you like that bit. I mean, the, the blowjob, and like, ah, well, I let him finish. I mean, <laughs> and people go, ah, oh, 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 oh. It takes a turn. You know, but I like that. I think that's funny. And so, like, I I, I just don't think comics are taking as many chances. Name somebody. You think this is taking as many chances? Sandy, do you have any names of comics that you would say are taking chances? Uh, Mike, microphone to the mouth. Oh, yeah, if you don't well, do no, that no, again, no. I swear I'm going to stab well, no, you. No, no, I'm, I'm, in, I'm enjoying. Um, this, this, You've learned this some shit about night. me. You this didn't is even your know. Night. Well, yeah, yeah. we'll have your so, night some other no, no, night. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. No, I don't want to insert no, someone. No, insert. Just, um, honestly, honestly, I think, I think Louis C.K. takes chances too. Absolutely. Yeah. And he's Absolutely. very funny. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think he'll come back? But he jacks Absolutely. his dick in, in front fact, of women. In fact, I didn't think he. I I thought he could uh, focus overseas and not skip a beat. I think he it's is. It's here, but that's what I mean. I mean, I mean, when it happened and people were like, "Can you make come?" I'm like, "Are you kidding?" I'll, even if he decided to sell his stuff just online, it, it wouldn't miss a he, beat. Yeah. No, he's funny. wouldn't miss a beat. But no, and I'm. I'm not and even I'm not not excusing what happened. And, I'm and not excusing I had heard what happened. About what was going? What he uh, that proclivity? <laughs> did you was, say proclivity? Was, I did wow. say proclivity. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> let me tell you something. First off, it's not too late. It's not off, too late I've for that kind of language, is it? Men, women, I don't care. If you're in the green room, that's your fault. I'll jack my dick. You're like, dude, that's funny. You should say that on stage. That's hilarious. But I mean, I mean, the, <laughs> that's the truth. I've done it. That proclivity was well. Known, yeah, that people, oh, Louis that people, brilliant. people will, but that's not that's not what we're talking about right now. You're yes, about he's brilliant, his penis? but yeah, that yeah, it was like well known that he, he does do that. He yeah. does. Yeah. Although I have never met him, I've met him, but many everybody times. knew about that for years. So yeah. when it finally came out, I was like, wow, yeah, you know, and then and then the season in which it came out, and then the toppling of everything along with that, with the movement. Just fascinating. It's absolutely fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, well. So, yes, he takes chances. But um, other than him, um, Daniel Tosh. Yeah. But he's already a superstar. Yeah. Like, Once you're a superstar, you can get away with get a away lot. With as long as you're not jerking Anybody off coming up at, like, well, my level, what my level, I'm a working headlining comic at comedy clubs and small theaters. Beast mode. There's a difference. No, there are there levels. There are levels. There are, headline, the, there are headliners that will never destroy room but we'll tickle them yeah Do you know what i mean that, that the audience middleman. Would be nice. you know steve uh -uh. i opened up for steve middleman who does a thing about i don't have a chin and he does a whole bit about not having a chin it makes it hard to fold pillowcases <laughs> and i'm thinking he's very funny but his whole act is this and uh oh, but i opened up for emo phillips <laughs> and emo strange bird in real life destroyed yeah i've worked with steve what's uh uh fuck uh was uh, Stephen wright yeah yeah you, people say oh well no you can't have a slow i'm high energy and he went up after me and well, in boston because steve 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 I did the comedy connection with him and he destroyed so that's steve wright no will make the audience lean forward oh yeah again, he, you know he what opened I mean? up with the 7-eleven joke what's the 7-eleven joke it's a, a steven wright's joke about open 24 hours and i said i went in to open the door and it was locked the guy leaned out he said not in a row <laughs> 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 fucking brilliant <laughs> 
I used, <laughs> I used spot hours. Word. Not in a row. And that was his first bid. It was great. I used spot remover. Now I can't find my dog. <laughs> yeah, like he, he would do brilliant shit. So, so the Gerard Carmichael's of the world can't say that's not possible to do. Mm-hmm. You still can get laughs. Yeah. But it's all, okay. And I don't want your podcast to end up being like, no, he just sat there hating no, all no, comics. No, no, no. And no. I said, I don't hate him. I don't want him to but get. But let's, let's, let's get want him to fall in a back to when tank. you were talking about. Alternative well. comedy, okay, and there's there's like a season. Oh, now where, she's now she's Miss. Yeah, there we go. There Chatty we go. Chatty Kathy, get it out. Well, no, it get it off your chest. A few things. You see this happening? <laughs> you hot woman, you. <laughs> um, with alternative comedy too, I find that the scene is extremely self indulgent, and yeah, they whip out the papers and the material. It 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 wants to be kitschy. It wants, uh, there's a lot of. You know, a lot of people don't know what kitschy is. There's a lot of. Uh, campy. You know, can't, it's extremely campy. It's self indulgent with the campy. And it's like, you know, um, how quirky can I be? And then it wants to sprinkle black slang through it to make it hip. hip. Interesting. Or slam uh, uh, black people in really weird ways. And I'm just like, if you have. It, it's, it's, it's like. They're so used to doing it without a black person there <laughs> to say, really? Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's it, it, it blows your mind. It blows your mind. I mean. Uh, I've seen it happen. Yeah, yeah. I but mean, the, you know what's funny? When I'm on a show and I look, and they look over at me and they go, right <laughs> when you get off the stage, though, that's when all the magic happens. No, I don't like I don't give a fuck about alternative comics. I don't look at them like that's their own little like you know they made a niche yeah they made a niche but guess what I they made a niche when they act like well when i've seen them do regular comedy clubs and then they eat a dick and then they go well it was the crowd yeah no it was you have you heard bill burr's rant about alternative comedy no, no. i'm gonna send that to you after this oh that's gonna be delicious and wow. it, it was it was a long time ago when al- when when alternative when comedy alternative just comedy started really young. taking over <laughs> And you could tell because he has a lot of fans who are alternative fans because he plays those rooms too. And he was just like, man, I shouldn't say this. I'm going to get so much hate. Fuck. But these fucking. And he just goes and he keeps stopping himself. It's it's on a podcast. His podcast. But that clip got really viral for a couple of years. I'm going to send it to you. I think you'll appreciate it. But that's it. I mean, I love Bill Burr. Yeah. I had a tremendous set. It was a sold out show at the Long Beach. It, uh, Laugh Factory with him it was a uh, uh, it was a benefit for Puerto Rico. Yeah. Somebody set up and they got Bill Burr and Bill Burr did it. They I don't they picked me which I was like thank you and Eric Griffin who was funny as shit. He yeah. Was great always. Um and Bill Bill I mean he walked out got like had to be a six minute ovation. Wow. And uh and then maybe a minute in he did the joke about my joke. And I was I was just honored and like fucking great. I deserve that smack in the face for that bit because <laughs> he knew he knew me because he know me. He said, hey, yeah, try like you're just Mr. Honorable Military. You didn't fucking like that. <laughs> you like none of that shit. <laughs> fucking canned food. Fuck that. <laughs> I hate when they try to act like heroes. And then he went into his bit about, his bit about yeah, the so guy who's the, filling up the tank in the in says, the truck is yeah, not a fucking hero. Not a fucking hero. Yeah. And he so he used my bit. To go into his bit, that was brilliant. Yeah, but that's why I like people like Bill. But I've seen people hate Bill Burr. Oh yeah. There's a video. I'm not making this up. There's a video. Got to be 15 minutes. Where and he turns it around. Where he's in Philadelphia. Yes. Well, that's what made him famous. He talks about that. Yeah. And he they, followed Don Marrero. Don Marrero got booed off stage. So Bill followed him. He's like, "You fucking booed a legend off stage. You fucking pieces of shit." And then he did that whole rant. Yeah. That you gotta say. And and he's he's like, I'm staying up on stage because I'm making my money. I'm not leaving. Right. And he said, I got 15 minutes. One minute. And then he would, and he went, you got to see it. And that's when I, I, and I saw him after that and I talked to him. He really doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. And, and I, I love that. And, and I, I just think he's one of the best standups. I just feel like he should be bigger. Really? I feel like he's huge. He's huge, but I just. By the way, he's the lead in the next Judd Apatow movie. So that might be the moment. Oh, I hope. Uh, good for him. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. See, I don't, I'm, I'm not like certain people, but I'm just, maybe it's just me. I just know I'm, I'm glad for him. Yeah. And even, I, I want 
uh, Jamar Carmichael's family to eat and fam, but don't act like you're not like you're a killer. Yeah, like that's the thing I don't like when I see comics that me and you both know you're not a killer. Right. There's killers, and then there's really strong comics, and then there's people that are very entertaining through their whole set. Yeah, and it doesn't mean they're bad. It's just. It's like, different. Yeah, like to me, what is she's she's so hot. She's hot to me. She's a writer and a producer and a comedian. A beautiful woman. You know her. I'm I'm running a blank. R- writer, producer, comedian. Whitney yeah, Cummings. She, she, uh, Whitney Cummings. Whitney Cummings. Not a monster to me on stage. She's not a monster, but she's good. Yeah. All the way through her set. Eliza Schlesinger is to me is not the level of Whitney to me. But she's entertaining through her set so but she's not a monster and i i don't see as many people being monsters as i used to Mm, interesting that's what i mean i feel like there's a small core of you guys that are beast mode that will rip the roof off consistently there's a small there's a small but we don't click of you i can do murder but not consistently (laughs) no well the last three gigs i did with you um, Laugh Factory Long Beach. I can name the. I can name it. <laughs> if you if you had a dick set, I'd be like that was a <laughs> that was a that was a diseased dick set. <laughs> you didn't. You got two applause breaks. You did because I remember the bit because uh, there was people in the back. It's like oh, it's like when you did the thing about the <laughs> getting the hit blowjob from the British from the British guy. I thought that, see, I like that. But there was people like, who were like, oh. But that's what made it funny to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there was guys in the back there that were so not comfortable with their sexuality that they were like, you talking about a dude blowing him in? What the fuck, bro? <laughs> like, they get all, what the fuck, bro? Yeah. This dude's, man, was this gay guy on stage or something? <laughs> <laughs> Missing the whole point of the bit. And it made it better. And then you, 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 did, you committed to the bit. I was at the Laugh Factory in Long Beach. I was sitting in the back. And I was saying that he's committing to the bit. He's not fucking backing off of it. And I appreciate when people don't back off. It's like, and then you end up getting a huge payoff. And you got the big laugh because you know the tag at the end. Yeah. You got a big laugh. I was like, and as it should be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then the little, you know, homophobic dudes in the back. It was like, okay, that was funny, bro. <laughs> I don't respect. Oh, my. Charlie Horse. <laughs> Charlie okay. Horse. Once you get the Charlie Horse, I think it's, I mean, I kept you here so late. Yeah, thing, so. it's a Charlie Horse, everybody. <laughs> I need some help. <laughs> All right. So, uh, okay, good. All right, I'm good uh, now. Uh, All right, I'm good now. Um, yeah, even though you look like you're 40, this is when I can tell that you're not. I am 56. <laughs> Damn, you're killing it, dude. I'm 56. Fabulous. So, uh, let, let's, let, okay, let, let's, uh, let's, let's get you out of here. Let's get you home. Uh, All right, young man. So, uh, so the bucket list See, is the Netflix woman, thing. My, and, my and, woman hit me up. Jesus, like and she's <laughs> giving me vagina. Oh, she did hit me up. Okay. Oh, nice. There we go. Get back to that. So, yes. <laughs> uh, any uh, any big things coming up that you want to like plug or any promote? big things? Yeah, the special. Come on, guys, right to Netflix. Shangri, Shangri did a pretty good job. We Ask got, for it. We got five thousand people to come out. Uh, two shows, twenty five hundred people nice. in one night. Uh, did it at the John Jay College mm-hmm. uh, in, in where the, they used uh, to shoot the Comedy Central Presents? Yeah, uh, yeah, and yeah. the same one, and uh, did it there. Um, well, that that coming out um, got a uh, radio show. Oh, nice! Called Savage AF on um, Dash Comedy. Uh, so we got that. that I do uh, Tuesdays every live. It's a it's a live show, so I do that. Um, that's been doing really pretty well and then um tour i'm doing another military tour yeah um got a big military tour coming up a whole bunch of dates and then i'm headlining all of the improv luckily improv and then uh, um tacoma comedy club yeah i'm doing that this week i've never done it have you done that one no i have to go go up to tacoma and do a prison though in a couple of weeks, sounds. And they were like, "I like, could I say anything?" They're like, "Yeah, just nothing, nothing, nothing about rape or nothing about homosexuality." I'm like, "Well, there goes my set." Good lord! <laughs> so I can't talk about rape where rape is happening. Where all gay the time. rape is like gay the, rape is the norm. Is what's for breakfast? Yeah. Yeah. 
hey, are those your mashed potatoes? Going to have to stick my dick in your mouth. But I don't want you to. Yeah, it's not really a choice right now. We're all confined here. Somebody got to get it, and it's you today. <laughs> so, I mean, no, I mean, I got uh, that, and uh, I got a bunch of shows coming up. Luckily, go to the website, anybody that's listening. And the people that are Gerard Carmichael fans, again, I don't want to see the man killed. I just think that he's a little self-indulgent, okay? I'm not backing off what the fuck I said about not getting laughs either. Uh, but um, go to my website, IamShang.com, and it has all my dates, and it has mm-hmm. clips from the special and clips from uh, some of the different TV shows I've done. Luckily, I've done a lot of TV, yeah. which I can't believe I get booked on TV. <laughs> I don't know the fuck they're thinking. <laughs> and then um, go to the website and follow me on Instagram. That's apparently the, with the young kids. Yeah, on the Instagram, yeah. On the On the Instagram at comedian Shang, um, my numbers are starting to grow finally. Nope, don't Snapchat. No, don't Snapchat. Um, but no, my 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 numbers. Not that I focused on it. I was at like thirty thousand. Now I'm at like forty nine thousand. That's great, revolution. <laughs> yeah, that's great. So finally, because that's all organic, real yeah, fans. Just, you know? Yeah, it's real just every fans. night handing out these cards after my set. Yeah, man, dude. Shang, man, dude, you're one of my heroes of comedy. Really, absolutely, and your inspiration, and I think you're just. One of the best out there and, and one of the coolest dudes. You've always been cool to me, which I never understood. I was like, Shang likes me. Why does he like me? Shang is a very cool. like the Can fact I- that you don't. <laughs> no, you know why I said, I've seen you do sets a long time ago. And I thought, he really gets it. Does that make sense what I'm saying? I get it, yeah. Like you say shit, I go. Like even stuff, did you feel like, oh, like I've seen you in front of any kind of crowd too. Because he, like you said, he'll do chocolate Sundays. And I swear, there's a lot of people that's on the lineup in the Laugh Factory cannot do chocolate sundays yeah that's the truth and somebody said oh you just hate i'm like nope i'm telling the truth there are comics that are great comics that do the regular spots at the laugh factory never have done chocolate sundays and chocolate sundays is not a black crowd it's not all black crowd. It's no a mixed it's not crowd. yeah it's mixed it's a mixed crowd but they it's just the name they go oh i don't want to do it industry go down there all the time yeah so that's i've seen you there and literally done a set with you in long beach and you don't miss a beat so that's why, you know, why does he like me? That's part of it. You're a good dude. Um, I don't know if you have some, you know, bodies buried back there. Oh, shh. Let's not talk about that. Let's, let, let's not even go about that. Let's not go. Shang is, is, is truly, and I think every comic will attest, one of the hardest working comics on stage and off. Yeah. I remember um, first getting uh, uh, my apartment back out here after coming back from um, – Berkeley and my roommate saw you at the post office in line with all his packages of his mail outs, yeah. you know, um, his CDs and stuff like that. And he goes, I didn't say anything to him. He goes, but I just saw him there. And he was like, that's Shang mode. And yeah. you are a verb because being on that zone of just on your hustle and tight because well, you were, have worked nonstop. Well, like Shang mode. There we go. I feel like I'm getting a, some you kind of... You ask any comic and they'll <laughs> say little, that. He's so chub. generous. After a show, he will hold court. I know. And talk with people. And it's, I mean, it's, he's, he's such I'm a... I'm just ge- trying to get laid. Trying to, get- <laughs> trying to find that one little weak antelope that came out <laughs> of a woman that's been injured by some man that's... Then she's just like, ah, I've been hurt. Ah, let me soothe you with my cock. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm not like that. Uh, no. Uh, did I and say I mean, soothe and being you that with way, my and cock? That, and I just feel like it's gonna. <laughs> so, it's 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 that that flow has to come back around because he's given not. so I, much. You to know so what? Many I'm people. gonna be one of those old comics that's bitter, and I'm, they're gonna find me in a pool of my own vomit. <laughs> just be like, ah, I used to open for Bill Hick. <laughs> I was funny. I knew Bill Burr when he was just Billy Burr. I mean, no, I, I, but I'm not. I, I'm an old comic, but I'm not. I don't feel like I'm in the old comic. No, no, like no. if you saw no, me no. and Frazier together, you would think, oh, we're not in the same yeah. age group. Yeah. No, of course not. If you're like, I'm 38, I'd be like, okay, I can buy that. Yeah, he's just had a rough life. <laughs> he's 38. Just 38. He was life. he was in the military, so, so okay. So, so, yeah, yeah. Took it to the face a lot. I guess. <laughs> No, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate you even having me on. I know it's long. Yeah, you can just chop it up and use the real controversial. We might do two. We might do two parts. I just have to like just needs to be said. And he is constantly writing too. Yeah. So yes, he just taped a special. But he's got enough material to unleash another one. Of course, it's just that on R. Kelly deck. bit tonight though. That it's was on deck. Crazy that they get like that worked. Because these young kids, they they still like R. Kelly. 
That's insane. He's such a fucking creep to me. So creepy. So you're so scared to say he's a creep? Oh, That's, yeah, no. And Michael Jackson, too. No one wants to talk about that. Because he's like, well, it was Michael Jackson. He's one of the biggest stars ever. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. He lured kids in with toys and Ferris wheels <laughs> to touch their taint. He's a creep. <laughs> be like, and the black people, man, but he was black. I said, he wasn't black for a real long time. <laughs> he bleached himself. He wasn't. So don't use the, oh, you can't use the black card on this one. Yeah. But no, no, I, I, I can't believe that that crowd went for it tonight because <laughs> usually I get a, but I, as soon as I saw the R. Kelly thing, I just was like, my friends were like, man, he's a good singer. And then I would tell him, but he fucking, what? He's fucking little girls. Yeah. It's like, yeah, man, it ain't my daughter. Then you're an asshole. Oof. Then you're an asshole. Yeah. Because that's somebody's daughter. Yeah. And so uh, I've actually lost touch with a couple of people because they're mad at me because I cussed them. I'm like, I was like, no, you don't give him a pass. Yeah. Forget that we black shit. That's, no, that's certain shit you don't give a pass. Yeah. You know, we can give some other people a pass. I can give, you know, Colin Powell because I used to be mad at him like because it would be like, no, you know that they're doing wrong. You're just kids dying over there, and you're sending them over there, and you shouldn't be doing that because it's for a false premise. That's different. And even then, I didn't give him much of a pass. But I'm not giving R. Kelly a pass. Uh-huh. He's he's a he's a creepy dude. Yeah. No, don't let your daughter ever go near R. Kelly. Oh, believe me. Jeez. Okay. Of course not. Okay. I don't think she's his type. She's too. Old. <laughs> she's let her too stay old. up and yeah, up. And, she's too old. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so you're you're grown and you actually know it. Okay, yeah. So I mean, I'm I'm glad. No, that's why I think that you you take chances, man. You said some crazy shit on stage. Well, hopefully, man, we keep doing shows together and keep uh, you keep know working. Keep um, getting surprised at the new shit you're coming up with, man. So yeah. uh, you know, you man, gotta dude. have him back on again and talk about the craft too, because no, his science behind no, it being, won't happen. Yes, first anytime, anytime you want to come back, of course. The, the, the idea of bending the crowd—they're laughing so—they're laughing so hard that they're bending in their seats. No, that's what we used to. Uh, that's you know? that was the saying. You gotta oh, wow. bend the crowd. You gotta you gotta bend bend. I love that, man. Yeah, bend them over where they're just oh my. <laughs> oh, I love that. And then, but the thing is, uh, I've seen uh, like. But you also have a lot of tongue-in-cheek stuff. Yeah. And I've seen you do that I, that I that I go, that's very clever, and it still hits. That's the balance. Respect yeah. the craft. I've been, I've, been, I've been falling in love with more one-liners. Like this, I have this stupid Caitlyn Jenner. But I was like, oh, have you seen Caitlyn Jenner? Really? Pictures of her? Mm-hmm. She's, she's put on some weight. She's got some, what's it called? Trans fat. It's so stupid. <laughs> it's so dumb. But it's it makes clever. me feel so good. Yeah. It's you don't think that's... That's not dumb. It's fun. That's I mean, fucking it's great. dumb because it's, I don't know. Like, dumb makes me laugh, though. You know, dumb shit makes me laugh. There you go. It's fun. Anyway, man, Thanks. Shake, thank you for coming, man. You're the best, dude. Thank you, and, guys. Uh, we're signing off from the Afterlife at 2.15. Good night. Jesus. It's the Afterlife, Afterlife. Welcome to the Afterlife, Afterlife, Afterlife. Afterlife, man. <laughs> go ahead, pull up a chair. <laughs>